Life Audio presents Bridges with Monica Schmelter. That we have an enduring hope that can't be taken away when we are in Christ. And to know that we have that, right? And eternal salvation, because this world can be so busy and so dark that we can forget that, right? Right? Because sometimes I get caught in the trappings of what's going on in my life this moment. And while I have to recognize that, that's not it. Continue listening on lifeaudio.com or wherever you find your podcast. Welcome to Abide's Daily Christian Meditations. I'm Tyler Boss. Today's meditation is brought to you by our partners at Life Audio. If you go to lifeaudio.com, you will find dozens of other faith-centered podcasts in their network. They've got shows about prayer, Bible study, parenting, and more. Head over to lifeaudio.com now. And remember, you can have full access to our meditations commercial-free. Just text ABIDE to 22433 for 25% off. Now, receive His peace as we meditate and abide in Christ. Welcome to today's Abide Daily Meditation. What is required to grow as a Christian? Is it enough to pray, read your Bible, and go to church? Or does God expect more from you? The Christian life is like a mountain that we must climb. Where are you on that mountain? Are you stuck on a plateau? It's common for Christians to be stuck on a spiritual plateau. The Bible, though, has the answers. Look around you right now, and if you can, push away any distractions. Release all your troubles to God. Take a deep, relaxing breath. Slow down and focus only on God. Focus on who He is and what He's done for you. Ponder His love, His grace, His mercy. In the New Testament, James urged the believers to look after orphans and widows, the most vulnerable people of society. When we serve others, we not only benefit others, but we benefit ourselves. We grow spiritually as we become more like Christ. How have you seen your faith grow as you served others? Christ's entire life was about serving people. He encouraged them. He told them God's word. He sacrificed his life for them. Scripture calls us to strive to be like Christ. Let's pray. Father, thank you for your love, grace, and mercy toward us. Thank you for saving us. Thank you for being the perfect model of service. Father, I ask that you will guide and encourage me in my spiritual growth. Open my eyes. Help me see people the way you see them. Grant me the wisdom and patience I need to serve them. It's in Jesus' name that I pray. Amen. Take a deep, relaxing breath. Focusing on your many blessings, your friends and family, the food you eat, 
even the air you are breathing right now. Now exhale slowly and picture yourself releasing your troubles to God. Let him take care of them. As you continue breathing slowly, open your hands to heaven. Imagine the grace and mercy of Christ falling from heaven all over you. Whisper to God, thank you. Before we continue, examine your life. Is there sin that only you know about? Perhaps it's something that happened long ago. Maybe it's something from the past few days or hours or weeks. God is a forgiving God, but he wants us to be honest about our sin and confess it to him. He will cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Talk to God now. Jesus doesn't want us to hide in our homes from the world. Instead, he wants us to get our hands dirty while living out our faith. Much like a gardener or farmer must get a little dirty in order to see a bountiful harvest, Christ wants us to be his hands and feet in the world. Listen now as I read James chapter 1, verse 27. In the New International Version. Religion that God our Father accepts as pure and faultless is this to look after orphans and widows in their distress, and to keep oneself from being polluted by the world. Serving others is an outward expression of our inner beliefs. It's a way to prove we are who we say we are representatives of Christ. As I read James chapter 1, verse 27 again, what word or phrase sticks out to you? Religion that God our Father accepts as pure and faultless is this, to look after orphans and widows in their distress and to keep oneself from being polluted by the world. James mentioned orphans and widows because of their unique vulnerability. Of course, serving others can include other people groups too. Open your heart to God now. Who is he calling you to serve?
Listen now as I read James chapter 1, verse 27 in the New Living Translation. Pure and genuine religion in the sight of God the Father means caring for orphans and widows in their distress and refusing to let the world corrupt you. Serving others often takes effort and time. Those are two things we typically don't have in our jam-packed lives. To serve others, we have to be intentional. We also have to rely on God for wisdom and patience. Out of that comes spiritual growth. What are your excuses for not serving others? A century ago, Mahatma Gandhi was quoted as saying, If it weren't for Christians, I'd be a Christian. Our actions can attract our neighbors to Christianity, or they can repel them. Our actions also impact our own growth. That's because Christian service is spiritual exercise for the soul. Without it, our growth can be stagnant. What do your friends and neighbors see when they watch your life? People may not remember the words you say, but they'll likely remember your actions, your smile, your kind gestures, your selfless acts of service. Look back over your life. Think of two or three people whose acts of service impacted you personally. Listen now as I read James chapter 1, verse 27 in the English Standard Version. Religion that is pure and undefiled before God the Father is this, to visit orphans and widows in their affliction and to keep oneself unstained from the world. Serving others is a lifestyle, but it doesn't always require hours of your time. In fact, some of the best actions of service only take a few minutes. Baking cookies, writing letters, or calling someone on the phone. What are a few simple ways you can serve others for Christ this week?
James urged the Christians of his day to keep themselves unstained from the world this didn't mean removal from the world instead it meant not being influenced by the world they were to change the world for Christ what do you need to do in your own life to live a life unstained from the world What is your motive when you serve others? Is it to be noticed? Or is it driven from a heart of love and selflessness? James urged the first century church to have a faith that was pure and undefiled. Why do you think God cares as much about our attitude as our actions? Dear Father, I confess that sometimes I don't love others the way you want me to love them. Sometimes I don't have the desire to serve others. I ask that you will give me the opportunity to serve. Help me be your hands and feet. Guide me in my walk and in my growth. Thank you for loving me. It's in Jesus' name that I pray. Amen. Take a few more moments with God, thinking how this passage can impact your life. If your spiritual life is stuck on a plateau, then God may be calling you to put your faith into action. Until next time, may you abide in Christ.